Welcome to DevOps Sauna. My name is Lauri and I am the Chief Marketing Officer of Efficode. Not too long ago, we held a hugely popular two-day DevOps 2020 event. We had awesome speakers from around the world telling stories about DevOps tools and culture for over a thousand people online. Since then, um, we have made these recordings available at the Efficode website, and due to the popularity of these speeches, we have now made them also available in our podcast. You can find the links to the video recording and to the materials referred in the speeches in the show notes. We are also keen to feature topics that you find interesting in the area of DevOps in this podcast. Do let us hear about you in our Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn pages. Today, we have an exciting speech ahead of us from Jacob Knutson from H&M. Jacob is a lead cloud architect at H&M and has extensive background in Microsoft technology and is a leading expert on Azure Cloud. He has over 19 years of experience in implementation and transformation projects as a consultant and now works at H&M as a lead cloud architect and is responsible for cloud adoption. So, yeah, my name is Jacob Knudson. I'm a lead cloud architect at H&M, and I'm going to talk about how we do cloud transformation and at scale. So, H&M started in 1947 in a small Swedish town called Westeros, and we started our first online shop in 1998. And right now, we are 177,000 employees, and around 4,000 of those are working within IT, and 800 are developers. And something that we're really proud of is that 73% of employees within position of responsibility are women. So that's really cool. And, you know, retail, it's rapidly changing. And we see a lot of changed customer behavior, changed expectations, and of course, the competitive landscape changes all the time. And you all know that software eats the world. It eats the traditional businesses, it eats the value chain, and we need to adapt. In driving our digital business model, we come up with a number of key sort of tech principles. We want to be customer-centric, close to the customer, and open, start working away from sort of legacy integration and use APIs all the way and be agile, be able to release on demand to sort of live up to the expectations of our customers. And of course, intelligent and data enabled, we have a lot of information and data flowing through our platforms and we want to utilize that to take data-driven decisions. And of course, global. Currently, having data centers solely in Stockholm, it's hard to have that global reach and global or customer-centric experience around the world. So why cloud, you might ask? Well, for us, it's a natural enabler. So we see that cloud will give us a faster pace, a better global scale, of course, more value for money built right, of course, and focus on those value-added services. We can see that the other cloud providers have far superior and larger R&D departments than we could ever have at H&M. So 
leverage those value-added services that are at the fingertips of our developers. We've, of course, been challenged with the traditional ways of doing IT, having divisions, it's being in siloed and uh, getting really slow. And of course, a large focus on keeping our lights on, but we want to change that to focus on our core what really makes us unique? What are our differentiators? And work and spend our time on that. And with that said, we formed a cloud strategy or that says that all of H&M Group should run entirely in the cloud, supported by an organization that can build effective and secure cloud solutions using DevOps practices. And it really helps to have a clear strategy. and. Uh, this is pretty bold, you might say. So our approach in driving this, well, I'm gonna talk a little bit practices, how we work with knowledge sharing within our big organization and how we try to run everything as code. So the, in the beginning of our cloud journey, it was sort of like shadow IT. There were initiatives around the organization, but no sort of central governance. So we thought that we'd start a project and start a central enablement team or center of excellence, whichever you want to call it, and sort of gather the info and try to start enabling the entire organization. And the first thing that project did was to establish a line organization that could take over when the project was finished. And we call that central enablement team cloud office. We see that having that central team and start building on central assets really make for tech enablement throughout the org. And the mission of our central enablement team is, of course, to enable and monitor the execution of our cloud strategy, support and drive the cloud adoption within the organization, and most importantly, drive best-in-class developer experience and improve our engineering efficiency. And one thing that we can improve the developer experience and engineering efficiency is to develop self-service capabilities that get our teams going right from the start so they can start with creating value. Just a brief look at our current setup within uh, uh, the team. We have our cloud adoption team that works hands-on with advisory with our development and application and product teams, getting them going, looking at current architecture, how to break away monoliths into more decoupled architecture, getting a target architecture within cloud for those, those applications. And then we have a platform DevOps team that stands on sort on two legs. So one leg focusing on our platform and the governance and guardrails, and the other leg they stand on is to work on that developer experience and engineering efficiency. So creating custom tasks so that not every team need to reinvent the wheel. So we create custom tasks, which we call pipelets for things like getting a DNS name, enabling authentication on your app and requesting a certificate and those types of stuff. And then we have a cloud operations team 
that are operating our central services within the platform. We have a hub and spoke architecture connecting our data centers globally. Right now we're living in a hybrid world. So they're operating those central services. Uh, we really try to focus on in having as few central services as possible and decentralized provisioning of our application. So one thing that we've pushed for from the start is that our development teams are also responsible for that cloud infrastructure that they provision. And to guide us into sort of evolving our platform to cater for the whole of H&M Group, we set up a few design principles, sort of a North Star, something to take aim on, something that we might not ever reach, but as long as we're working in that direction, we know that we are focusing on the right things. So one thing is that we try to be cloud native. So we prefer the cloud native capabilities of the platform over third-party software. And of course, being application centric, meaning that resources belonging to an application should live as close to the application as possible and really give our autonomous team that end-to-end -end responsibility and being able to take care of their whole sort of application development lifecycle and resources. And of course, subscription or infrastructure democratization giving them the services they need at their fingertip when they need it. And of course, we need to be archetype neutral, meaning we still have a lot of legacy workloads and our cloud platform needs to cater for that as well. And we try to run our platform as code. So every change we do to our platform is checked into a a repo deployed with pipelines so we can get that traceability and reusability and also start evangelizing that everything is code to our product teams. And we govern the platform by policies and we see that with central governance and then decentralized provisioning from our product and application teams, we get the best out of our cloud platform. And as I was saying, we try to strive for 100% self-service. So our rest of the organization, they shouldn't be dependent on us as a central enablement team. So we have self-service forms for setting up new developer environments, for creating new Azure subscriptions. We have reusable assets in a shared assets repo with target architectures, with scripts and to reference implementations so they can start with that and reuse and create something to build upon. And we also, as I mentioned, create those custom tasks that you can drag and drop into your pipeline for things that we need to, every team need to reuse for, yeah, DNS certificates, authentication, working with your application and identities. And with our organization being so big, really need to get the word out there. So we started doing a lot of internal events and forums and hack days, start working with both inspirational and then knowledge sharing sessions and try to build a community. 
we created a developer portal where we can sort of share documentation, guidelines, and sort of how-tos, patterns, and practices, and also collect all of our sort of IT strategies in one place. And to really cater for being customer-centric, start maximizing value output, we're actually reorganizing into a full product organization with the base of our H&M values and with the building blocks of DevOps, of agile ways of working, having a decoupled architecture and a stable cloud platform. We're actually merging our IT with business development to creating a new function called business tech where we focus on customer and business value together to build successful tech products. And we want to set this up so that it should be easy for our product teams and harder for our manager. And we want to have our teams have that end-to-end responsibility of their product. We want them to be multi-competent, of course, fully autonomous, to be able to take the decisions that are best for their product at the pace and time that they want. And of course, leverage DevOps practices. We want our teams to be passionate about customer and business value and empower them with the autonomy so that they can feel that they can start creating the best product that they can achieve. And of course, also shorten our time to market and get ideas and value out there faster. So if we look at the traditional ways of working versus the more more modern ones, so we want our product team to share responsibility. With them being multi-competent, they can rotate and share the responsibility of their entire product during the product lifecycle. And we want to remove the old blockers with handovers and approvals to have that constant flow of work and value. And we want to build a culture of automation and paying off technical debt. And we don't want to have manual activities. And of course, we should measure more on value, focus less on reliability and feature delivery. Of course, that's built into the whole SRE agenda, we want to be able to release on demand. So have a friction-free continuous deployment delivery uh, of our business value. Of course, focus on that key aspect for having productive teams, the psychological safety, being able to fail, but to learn from that. And so, yeah, to start uh, to sum uh, things up, having a clear strategy helps a lot. And you can transform a couple of projects, but without the top management support, you can't change the whole organization. I want to encourage you that haven't really started your cloud journey yet. So don't overthink sort of the operating model. Just get the team up and going and start removing the blockers that are right in front of you behind every blocker, there's another blocker, but during time you will get more and more effective. So just get the team up and running and start going. And for us, we're not a bank, we're a retailer. 
we want to allow maximum freedom to our product teams with just enough of governance. And of course, leverage small batch thinking, build MVPs, and then scale. You don't have to think about everything at the start. And I would encourage you to keep those sort of key functions within your organization into your enablement team. So keep security, network, identities, access management, all those sort of functions have representatives in your central team. That will help you a lot. And of course, have a close partnership with your cloud provider and their support organizations. And test, fail, learn, constantly revisit your solution. So cloud changes constantly and is in constant evolvement. Building a new product organization, we need to also to scale our enablement. So we've, ha we've had the cloud team up and running for almost two years. Now we're also building teams to support our product teams with API, APIs and integration, with DevOps and testing and security and risk. Because with the end-to-end -end responsibility of a product, there's a lot of things that you as a product team need to think of. So now we're creating enablement teams to actually being able to help those teams because from the start, it's gonna be hard to have that sort of expert competence with all, within all these areas in your product team. So this is what we see as a great tech enabler to supporting the rest of the, our big organization. And yeah, we are all in on business tech. And of course, your organization must support your vision. You need to have that top management buy-in. Uh, just grassroots it will only work for a couple of projects within your org. Establishing Center for Enablements have been a real success in sort of accelerating our journey. And one of the blockers or things that we started working on was to provide a faster developer environment creation uh, in our on-prem landscape some time back, it could take two weeks to onboard a new development team to start a new initiative creating value. Now we can do that under 10 minutes. So start using self-service capabilities, create a community that also can start supporting and answer questions around you. Having a central place where you can reach technical documentation and how-tos. And in the beginning, help with the onboarding of your teams and never stop improving. Yeah, we see a future with us, infinite ambition, and we want to continuously surprise and delight our customers by releasing the yeah, power of people, data, and tech to accelerate our business. And it has never been more important than we've seen under the last couple of weeks with the COVID-19. And I uh, want to end the presentation with a word from uh, Erling Persson, the founder of uh, H&M. So the secret of our success, there is no secret. The industry is so dynamic that it's absolutely necessary to constantly renew yourself and to have a flexible mindset. And uh, I think these are words that we could uh, lean on at any time. 
uh, and it's super relevant even to this day. And uh, I want to say thank you from uh, my side, uh, from my presentation. And you can, of course, reach out to me on LinkedIn or on Twitter and connect with me. Uh, I'm glad I could be here at the conference and present for you guys. And uh, I will listen in to the rest of the conference and hopefully I will uh, learn a lot. Now that was a fabulous speech, wasn't it? Let me tell you a little bit about the speech we have coming up next week. Next time around, we are joined by Guy Herbert from Atlassian. Guy is a risk futurist and will lead participants through the agile and DevOps development processes and the interactions with compliance during that process and how they can use technology and process to improve their organization's development speed as well as hitting their compliance objectives. Until then, renew yourself and have a flexible mindset. 